0: So yeah, uh, I guess we're starting. Uh, what an intro. <laughs> what an intro. Welcome to On The Fly. I'm going to keep all of that in.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, so hello, I guess welcome back to all five listeners of On The Fly.
1: You've got a core group of dedicated fans. A very core
0: group of dedicated fans. Today we've got Luke DeMarco with us. Luke, I want you to take at least a minute or two... And just describe to the world why they should be as obsessed with you as I am with you.
1: Wow. Okay. So I am Luke Demarco. I'm the one of the student pastors at a church in Montgomery called Bon Forest Church, and I am. Let's see. I've got an awesome wife named Lindsay. I'm a Sanford grad. Um. I'm a sociology major. Yeah, that's about all I got.
0: It's pretty nice. I also <laughs> want to describe, this is probably my favorite setup we've had. We're sitting on Luke's porch right now, out in the 50-degree uh, weather. I'm going to check the weather.
1: It's, weather like, weather. just cold enough for you to stay awake.
0: It is my computer. does not connected to the internet, I don't think, so it's not going to tell me how many we... Let's just say it's Chile for coats. And, I mean, we try to get some hot cocoa out here, but the budget didn't... Uh, didn't allow for it. Yeah,
1: which, by the way, uh, go to Kenny's Patreon and <laughs> get him some hot cocoa.
0: Note to self: start a Patreon. <laughs> uh, so if you hear uh, any noises coming by, that's either us rocking on these sick rocking chairs, or the cars going by. Yeah. So this is a, this is podcasting, and it's realist. You know. I think so. This is real life podcast.
1: Podcast in the wild. <laughs>
0: I was a parrot. And <laughs> what many. parrots have you come in contact with? Not many. <laughs> I need to go to the zoo. Uh, but yeah, today we decided... Well, yes, we decided that... Uh, there are a lot of movies today that are just like one-word titles. So take your Tangleds, your... Uh, frozen. Frozen, your uh, Unbroken. Brave. Brave. Uh, cars. Ratatouille. Cars. Two. <laughs> That's two words. Uh, it's hyphenated. Well, I guess a lot of Pixar movies. Yeah. But long story short, Up! Up! I was going to say that, but then I didn't because I got shy. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but, so we've decided there's a lot of movies out there with one word syllables, so we're going to each give each other a word. Not one word syllables, just one word. We're going to give each other words, a single word, and then we've got a together, well, they're going to start making a plot for a movie. And then we'll both work together on just a plot based on these random words we've come up with. Yeah. Uh, would you like to give me a word? Do you want me to give you a word first? I'll give you a word first. Please give me a word. Leakage. Leakage. Okay. All right. First thought, I think a movie on a boat. Okay. You know, because leaks obviously occur on boats. Right. Uh, let's see. Let's say movie starts off, you know, Fine. Fine day on seas, you know. Crews kind of chummy with each other, you know. Does it start off on the sea? Oh, it starts off on the sea. We just start, you know, black screen, and then we hear like a ding of a bell, and then bright light, and we're like on the ocean. Ugh. Oh, you know, I everything's like going well. You know, a nice day on sea. You know, some good dialogue, just people talking, people talk. Then there is a. Uh... I picture them all with Irish accents. Oh yes, how is your how's your wife doing? I don't know. I've been at sea for five years <laughs> now. You've been right alongside me. <laughs> Why do you even ask that question? I don't know, just making conversation. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, just conversation at sea, and then, at an hour, boom, a storm comes. All right? Things go crazy. Maybe a 20 minute action sequence. Think saving Private Ryan, but instead of limbs falling off, it's people falling off a boat and maybe getting swung and hit by the mast. But there's not a lot of character development that it's gone on here. Well not a lot of character well we're like we're getting rid of the, oh, we're getting rid of the cannon fire. Okay, here. okay. All our extras we're uh we're getting rid of. Okay. So a twenty minute action scene of, you know, just storm and then oh no, it looks like we got some leakage downstairs. That's what they say, because they're Irish. And there's <laughs> now a leak on the boat, hence the term leakage. And you know, all that kind of camaraderie is kinda of out the window. It's now just all this stressful what are we gonna do, you know? Oh, we got to we gotta get back to shore. We gotta stop this ship. leakage. And uh,
1: do they look directly at the camera every time
0: they say leakage? They <laughs> do. We got some dramatic turn leakage. <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe like the ship's low. You kind of you can tell whether the movie like as it goes on, the ship's getting lower and lower. And they got less ship to work with. And uh, I don't know. Maybe a guy gets eaten by a shark just for good measure. But it ends with them finally getting back to shore. You know, and they fix the boat up. they patch the leakage brilliant so that's my uh, that's my plot for leakage
1: based on a true story based
0: on a true story made up on a podcast (laughs) cool Uh, any notes I think it's
1: good I think it's good I'd see it
0: alright yeah that is plot number one for leakage perfect Um, Steven Spielberg uh, my number is I'm not gonna get my number out on this Uh, you want my word yeah. to make a platform. All right. Bloated. Bloated.
1: Ooh. Okay. So, uh there's this guy. And so th- this is a superhero film. Okay. And so typically you have this trope of like the guy who's the outcast and like he's super nerdy mm-hmm. and he gets bitten by like a radioactive spider or something along those lines. And then he becomes, like, this super cool superhero, and he kind of finds his own. This is, like, a reverse of that. Okay. And so there's this guy who has it all together. Like, he is the the quarterback, and he's got all the girls and everything else.
0: It's kind of selfish.
1: Well, he doesn't have all the girls, because oh, okay. it's, it's a PG movie. Oh, okay. But, like, he has the potential to... he He's a looker, you know? All right. And
0: A a regular Luke DeMarco If you will
1: I see I I didn't say that But uh He uh Something Some some sort of like Chemical Imbalance happens And I don't know There's gotta be And maybe you can help me out My first thought is like He gets Bitten By like an alien Almost like a Like a um, Like a beach ball alien
0: A beach ball alien But not
1: quite Like it's this creature Who is just inflated with air you know and so he gets bitten by this thing and he (laughs) totally he totally transforms and he gets these powers but they're super lame superpowers it's like he has the ability to like blow up into a beach ball and he's got to any at first he like can't control it and so there's all of these scenes (laughs) about him just like like Mrs. Puff, like exploding in the middle of class, <laughs> and he like becomes almost like an outcast. But it humbles him because at first he was a total jerk, but it humbles him, and he is able to actually like start to start to learn to use his powers for good. Mm-hmm. And he kind of comes into his own, like a more in the end of the movie, kind of comes into like a more humbler version of himself.
0: <laughs> All right, hear me out. Instead of a beach ball like alien coming yeah. out to bite him what if maybe he's at a party and there's like some kid who's like his dad works at a a pharmaceutical drug company which is actually like a a dummy corp for like a evil scientist ring
1: i like that significantly and better. he's got
0: some like so he's like swiped some sort of pill yeah and he's like yo you're the coolest guy in school i know mr <laughs> luke Demarco lookalike and i'm sorry i keep putting your name out there no that's okay okay cool And, but you're the coolest guy I know, so I want you to try this drug first. And, like, he's like, I don't know, guys, drugs aren't cool. He looks at the camera and winks, because, again, it's a PG movie. And, uh, they're like, drugs, 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 drugs. So he takes the drug, and, like, nothing happens at first, and, you know, whatever. But, like, the next morning, like, he wakes up, you know, like, Amazing Spider Man style, where he's, like, just can't control what he's got. Yeah. Like, in the Amazing Spider movie, where he, you know, like, squeezes his toothpaste, like, tube, and just, squirts out all over because it knows on strength yeah but he just wakes up and he's like on the ceiling and he's like floating
1: and and then like in the end he like faces down the evil corporation who created him with his powers Mm -hmm. that would be incredible and he can like bounce off like buildings and (laughs) stuff like he's basically a human beach ball but he can talk yeah
0: and has some control of where he goes, right? And maybe like lets out some of the air, yeah. Like maybe out of his oh, mouth dude. or something,
1: yeah. And he can like blow people over. Blow I people think over. when you when you when you, when he hits people though, it's still like the full wit like weight of his body, so it's it's a pretty significant impact, like a hundred and sixty mm-hmm. to one hundred and seventy pound beach ball, mm-hmm. like that's gotta that's gotta hurt. It's gotta knock you down, yeah. So between that and like the air powers. Like, he's got a whole bunch of stuff. And then, maybe at the end of the movie, like, the cliffhanger is, like, he realizes he's got, like, elasticity. Like, slowly he starts to gain, like, some okay, cool Okay, so, like,
0: he's kind of, like, in the sequel, he'd be, like, kind of elastic girl. Yes,
1: like a male elastic girl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just as cute. Yes. All right. Again, I want to remind you, this is all made up on the spot. We, this wasn't written beforehand.
1: No. <laughs> this, is, this is your goal. Yeah. Uh,
0: said the guy saying it. Bloated. Bloated. So yeah, that's movie number two. We got Leakage and Bloated coming to a theater near you. I feel like
1: these are also, like, all medical symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) Do we want
0: to stay with that
1: theme? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) We've got to expand our repertoire.
0: (laughs) Okay. I don't know why we went there, but... I I feel bad, just like, when I was thinking about (laughs) words, like, I'm going to come up with something on the fly. Wink. Wink. Because, uh, like, <laughs> I told myself I'd think of words, but I couldn't. And, I, like, all I came was, like, bloated and gassy and, for some reason, creamy. And I feel like I definitely <laughs> need to... Though, I'm not going to use those, but, like, I just got on a weird, gross, like, tangent. And I'm going to think of something <laughs> real We clever. all get
1: in d ruts every now and again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just one of those uh, paths of life, if you will.
1: Yeah. Alright, do I do one for you?
0: Yes, what is my next word? Your
1: next word is down
0: Down, ooh An antithesis of up I'm not going to go that route of like Taking that movie and reversing it I'm gonna, give me a minute I'm gonna think down
1: Okay
0: Alright, down Down, 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 down 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 down. Mm. First thought coming to mind is a field trip to hell (laughs) Uh But I don't know if I want to fully commit to that yet. So I'm giving myself a few seconds to... Why a field trip? Like, is this, like, Miss Frizzle or, like... Like, think Bill and Ted's Ultimate Adventure. Like, instead of, (laughs) dude, let's go back in time to talk with actual history to write our paper. But, like, yo, let's, uh... See what's wrong with the devil, you know? Well, there's a lot... We all know what's wrong with the devil, I suppose. You know Bill and Ted go to hell in the second one. I have not seen the second one. Yeah. I kind of... I know it's called, like, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, but yeah. I didn't fully, like, see it, or...
1: They actually go to hell.
0: Well, then I feel like this plot got significantly less interesting <laughs> and a lot more copycatty.
1: <laughs> Although they, they... I don't know if you want spoilers. Well, this happens, like, in the beginning of the movie. They die.
0: That is really dark. Yeah. Go on. It,
1: it's, it's odd and dark, but did, they... Did you see the
0: third one? Because I knew they made a third one this year.
1: I haven't seen the third one, no. But they, uh... There's some, like, evil guy in the future who makes cyborg robots to go back in time and kill Bill and Ted, and they actually die. And then they, like, battle the Grim Reaper via a game, and they challenge him at Battleship, and they win. And so, (laughs) it's it's a great, it's great. It's not as good as the first one, but it's close. I
0: will have to watch it, then. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to go a completely different route, then. I'm just going to take it up a notch and say, instead of guys going to hell... Just some angels maybe coming down to Earth. Like, think uh, a wonderful lifestyle. But, like, maybe there's a guy who's depressed who's, if you will say, kind of down. <laughs> and some angel's like, you know, that guy needs a pep talk. And so they go down and, like, it's them kind of, like, not wanting to directly interfere with him. Yeah. Because, like, humans are gross. hmm But, like, kind of changing stuff around him to try to get him up. Oh. Uh, but he's down and really depressed. So maybe they, like find a dog and they put him in an alleyway that he's gonna walk into like so he'd have a free dog but it turns out it's like feral and has rabies and like attacks him <laughs> and so just random misconceptions where they try to increase like increase the serotonin or just to make his life better Yeah. but they accidentally keep uh, messing it up another film I'm gonna pull here is A Fish Called Wanda where I've, like dude I've heard that's a great movie and I haven't seen it I saw... I don't think I was old enough to appreciate it. Yeah. But, like, some things happen. Like, one guy is trying to kill an old lady. And he's, like, dropping a piano or something on her. But he, like, it's too... Like, it doesn't do it in time. And it, like, ends up crushing her dog. And so he's like... (laughs) Because, like, he likes animals. And he accidentally kills his dog instead of the woman he's supposed to kill. And, like, just a bunch of random mishaps of, like... These angels keep trying to get this guy, you know... Yeah. A good time, but uh, they just make it a lot worse. Mm. But, you know, it ends with them finally doing something right. You know, maybe after a they've hit a low point, and they're like, man, uh, this sucks. We can't get this guy any happier. But then they're like, you know, they rally forces and they get him happy. He's no longer down. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so that's the...
1: I have this vision of you, like, almost painting this movie to look like it's a prequel to Up <laughs> like the guy's kind of dressed like the main character in Up and then <laughs> you just slowly start to realize like this isn't connected at all
0: it's a, it's a prequel in the sense that uh, it's all about Carl's the character from Up since his father that's the main character oh
1: that's the big plot twist it's at the a end it's the big plot twist yes
0: <laughs> and then we'll make a, a middle movie just called Plane
1: <laughs> Plane
0: yeah up and down then you get just a regular up
1: down and, and then you have
0: Left Left and right are the two two movies that happen at the same time in the middle between the two movies. Yeah, uh,
1: and there's left behind.
0: Ooh,
1: we won't talk about that.
0: <laughs> that is a just a whole metaphysical movie. You have to be on some kind of drug to enjoy it. Right, but that's down. And now I've got to think of another word, from Luke, to make a plot for. Uh oof. 38 38
1: 38 um, my first thought was like to have a, a group of 38 people but I'm like that's a lot of characters to
0: I mean you could kill them off
1: you could kill them off but that's still a lot of I don't know like what what would kill them I feel like this is starting to be just depression. The, <laughs> the depression. This is just like a, a combination of the past two movies you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see.
0: Depression and <laughs> just killing characters off. <laughs> it. It took me a second there.
1: Um, Let's see. 38. There's a 38 special, which is a car. Yeah. And.
0: Is it a real car or a car you just made up?
1: No, no, no. 38 special. I think it's called a 38 special.
0: I mean My. you don't have to look it up If it's not real We've made it a real thing We'll make a car Just to make this movie Yeah um, Or we'll make a movie To promote the car
1: I want to say like This thing comes alive But I feel like s- Yeah yeah 30 Gate Special This is a Is this a car? No Wait Anyway This is It's a gun
0: <laughs> It's <laughs> not a car This movie got Much darker
1: <laughs> A sentient gun
0: <laughs> That's one people haven't tried. <laughs> You've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Gang. Bang, Bang Bang, uh, a car that comes to life. But have you seen Thirty Eight? So Where a gun comes to life. This will be an indie film, okay? Um,
1: and it's a uh, it's a guy who goes to a he. It starts off and he like goes to a pawn shop, mm-hmm. and uh, he it like. He buys this thirty-eight special, this this gun, and you can just tell like he's up to no good. Like you don't really know what's going on, and uh, you slowly start to realize like he is in a um, cult. No, that's too weird. He's in he's in a gang. Okay. And this is like the night of his initiation, and okay. he's got to go and like kill someone from a rival, rival gang in order to like get in the, you know, be gang. a member. Okay. Um, and so there's this there's this moment of tension where like he realizes the person he has to kill is like totally off guard, totally innocent. I don't know if you want to make him a kid; that might be too intense. Ooh. But like he's or a,
0: go the opposite route. He's like a seven year old gang member, seventy year old gang member. Yeah, like walks around like with a hoodie and he's a. He's an old
1: man. <laughs> and there's a moment where he like pulls the gun out and he's about to he's about to pull the trigger, and he hears this like disembodied voice of like don't do it. <laughs> and you, he's like looking around and he's trying to figure out like where this voice is coming from. And he finds out like it's coming from the gun. And it turns out the gun is actually haunted by a pacifist Ooh. who was, who, was, who got wrapped up in this whole thing because I don't know, which witchcraft he was, he got a spell put on him Nefotism. somehow. He put, yeah, like somehow a witch put a spell on him to where his soul would be trapped inside the 38 special and which is like the ultimate source of irony so it's this guy who's like hellbent on violence but he is now with this guy who he can see he's like now kind of this disembodied spirit and when you're when he's holding the gun he's
0: tethered to the gun
1: yeah when he's when he's holding to the gun he can see this guy and it's this like really interesting dynamic of like the the moral of the story is like violence and war is good for nothing and it's like these two guys slowly start to realize, like the pacifist guy realizes, like sometimes violence needs to be necessary in order for for like life to flourish. The greater but, good. Yeah, but this other guy realizes, like, just violence for violence's sake is wrong, like a hundred percent of the time. And it's these different like ethical dynamics that they that they get put in, in like, I don't know, some big city like Philly or Chicago. New York or Chicago. Yeah, Detroit. There's all of these different different things that they have to face and it ends with this guy finding a way to free this dude from from the gun itself and they become best friends. Okay. And the, wait,
0: did the guy die beforehand or is he just his soul trapped he,
1: I think his soul's just trapped. Okay. Yeah, I so, don't think he's dead. Okay. And I don't know why witches are in
0: Philly, but like <laughs> They, uh, they migrated from Salem. There you go. And they've just been kind of living regular lives until some guy pisses them yeah, off and they right. decide to trap his soul in a gun. Which
1: brings a bunch of spin-off things. I don't
0: know. A bunch of other inanimate they become... objects. <laughs> they've, like, they've just trapped like a whole village of people back in the day, just like, different inanimate yeah. objects. <laughs> and it's just a whole series of uh, different actors. It's like a big actor each time. Right. <laughs> and then they come together, Avenger style in the end, to fight these witches. Yeah, That got way offhand there. Uh, But back to your film, I think it'd be, like, it'd kind of be, like, a fun buddy cop film. Yeah. But, like, every time he wants to talk, he has to pull out the gun. So, like, maybe he's at the grocery store, like, uh, so, like, silently hold his gun under (laughs) his coat. Hey, uh what do you think about this like talks to them like maybe some guy sees it like holding his hand in his jacket yeah and the like, gun he's got a gun <laughs> no I don't everybody actually does <laughs> like I'm not gonna use it and then it gets tackled or arrested or something and yeah. just like some hijinks of just there's a lot of ways you could play off that has to hold the gun to talk to this guy and so yeah, the, yeah. there's a lot of potential with the yeah. 38
1: yeah 38
0: coming to a theater in 2022 yep we need a we need a bit more time to get the fun together to get a Terry Crews
1: not Terry Crews not uh, <laughs> Terry Crews
0: he's too big I need something more unassuming that I would actually like need Donald again. Glover Donald Glover ooh yeah yes <laughs> I, I couldn't talk meant Danny Glover or Donald Glover because I get the two confused Danny's the older one yeah Donald is a childish Gambino mm-hmm. he would be good he would be good to play against Dude, the gun
1: Donald Glover could literally do anything in a movie and I is it Glover him. or Glover I think it's Glover I could be wrong I think it's Glover Glover Donald Glover
0: uh, for all five of you listening again uh, let us know if it's Glover or Glover yeah the guy from Community and Childish Gambino and what else was he in I guess
1: Community I think
0: I said Community you said Community
1: I did
0: I mean he's he's, he's getting some gigs
1: yeah did you hear about the Willy Wonka prequel he might be in? No, but now I'm intrigued. People were people were tossing around the idea of a Willy Wonka prequel of like how he became Willy Wonka, and Donald Glover would play Willy Wonka. Glover.
0: I like to think it's a prequel to the Tim Burton one, and we also see the transformation we go from having Danny Donald Glover turning into uh, Johnny Depp. <laughs> And just he, just all the chemicals from the chocolate factories <laughs> just really messed him up. Yeah, <laughs> but now he would be a fantastic Willy Wonka. Honestly. Oh
1: yeah, I was—I got so excited, and then yeah. I never heard anything about it. When did you?
0: When did you hear this news?
1: Uh, it was definitely pre-COVID.
0: Pre-COVID. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, movie business isn't really moving at the moment. Exactly. So I can see that it's just waiting. It's just gestating. Yeah. All right. Uh, want to do one more for each person? Sure. All right. Is it my turn? It is. I gave you 38 now. That's right. Um, doorway. Doorway. Ooh, there is a lot of potential with that one. Uh, I'd say, since it's November 2nd, we're still in spooky season. Mm-hmm. So let's go full spook fest with this one. Uh, Alright, so, bunch of kids, maybe around, like, you know, teenage years you got your regular group you know maybe your your main protagonist you got his dorky friend a potential love interest because you know what kind of teen coming of age film wouldn't have that right kind of a jockey guy that he's sort of competing for for the hand of this girl cool maybe an athletic kid and uh you know throwing a, a nerdy girl in there just for a good measure yeah. maybe she'll get with your weird the nerd weird nerdy friend of the protagonist but it's uh, it's Halloween you know and cruel girl and jock and their friends are like yo let's uh let's go to the haunted house that you know old jenkins kid was lost in and whatnot. and he's like I don't know it sounds kind of scary because again he's you know he's a young probably freshman year of high school and they all talk like this right because their voice is still dropping and uh he's like oh well the girl's there and I, I really want to be around her and so they plan to go to the This home. isn't
1: slowly becoming Scooby-Doo, is it?
0: It is not slowly
1: really becoming Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like Scoob! Like Scoob! We gotta get out
0: of here! <laughs> That's an amazing impression, by the way. I appreciate that. I usually can't do Shaggy. I'm a, That was a spot-on Shaggy impression. <laughs> My Scooby's good. My Shaggy's hit or miss. So I'm really glad I got that one while we were recording. Uh, but yeah, they go to this haunted house and they enter through the doorway... Of uh, the building, mm-hmm. and it's another doorway. <laughs> well, no, it's a hallway, just straight down a line, and just doors on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "This is a really weirdly architectural house. Why are there this many doorways? This doesn't have, this doesn't seem like it should logically fit." But we don't care because we're kids, so we're just gonna start looking for the doorways. And you know, some of the rooms are empty. You know, they keep going through them, empty room, empty room, and then maybe they go to one doorway, and it's just something that just shocks into to their core. Like, maybe it's an old lady sitting, like, in a white dress with, like, no face. And, like, it's just nothing but wrinkles and, like, black hair. And she kind of just slowly looks up at them. And, like, it opens and just shows this cavern of, like, teeth and just ridges. And they're freaked out. They run out the front door. All right. And they're like, oh, that was a mistake. But something's wrong, you know. Just something feels off about the time they left that front door. They don't realize it, but, like... That door led them to, like, an alternate dimension or something. And, like, just everything's slightly off. Yeah. And they find out, like, there's some magic occult thing with the house. And once they've stepped through that doorway, you know, they have to find the right doorway to get back to their dimension. While like... I dig it. Every person's, like, think among us. Like, every person besides them is... An imposter mm. that is like some shape shifting sort of demon of some sort that's trying to lure them into safety but is really going to, you know, kill them. Yeah. And maybe they find like another group of survivors of kids that have gone through this doorway in the past and they are, they've been hiding and surviving. And Ooh. it's just them desperately searching for the right doorway to get through. And. But, like, some doorways lead into, like, other alternate dimensions. Yeah. And just this whole maze of doorways. And, yeah, I don't know how it would end. But I guess the guy gets the girl, because that seems nice. Yeah. Maybe kill the jock for good measure. (laughs) Uh, The
1: the main character would kill the jock?
0: Why not, you know? Like, maybe an accident. (laughs) He he He, turns on him? No, he kills him accidentally, where he, like, kind of throws him maybe a beer can. Or, like, just a soda, because, like, they need to refresh. Like, hits him on the head, and... He falls down a ravine. and But they are like, alone at the time. And just says, oh, they got him. Oh, my gosh. And I'll give it a bit of a, a dark twist. Like, you know, this isn't, this isn't your regular hero. This is an anti-hero you're rooting for. Pretty How
1: hard r- did he throw the can?
0: Pretty hard. <laughs> like, you know, maybe the guy called him a wimp. And he's like, well, could a wimp throw a can this hard? And then accidentally kills him. <laughs> I mean, I, it serves no purpose in the story. It's just to show, like, you know, your heroes aren't as good as you think they are. Ooh, makes you think. Oh. In this weird movie about doorways and (laughs) alternate dimensions I get it it can be workshopped I think we can make the doorway system more precise yeah but uh I think you're on honest there's a thought there
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah doorways coming to a theater 2026 I like it thank you last word for you hmm gobble <laughs> If you want me to choose a word I can choose a word. No, no. Gobble. 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 Um Does it have to be used within its like proper context? Nope. Okay. The movie the movie is titled Gobble and that is all we've got. The okay. rest is you. All right. So
1: there is a there's a kid okay. who is like your main protagonist and he gets made fun of a lot because he constantly has his head in the clouds okay and he is like always kind of zoning out he's always kind of daydreaming and uh he's a smart kid but like he's yeah he's constantly daydreaming and so people are constantly scolding him making fun of him all this stuff um but he tends to notice things other people don't like it shows, like, on the way home that there's a bunch of kids who, like, just brush past this homeless guy. And then he's the one who, like, stops and, like, talks to him. You know, you just you just see that he's got this big heart. Well, he starts noticing some things about his town that are, that are kind of off. Like, there's, like, one night on the way home from a friend's house, he thinks he sees, like, something up on a roof or something. You know, just weird things that go on. And they seem to be following him. Like, the weird stuff seems to be... Uh, Following, And then one night, he's out in his backyard, and he comes in contact with this, like, creature. Okay. And there's there's this, like, moment where the creature slowly starts to come to light, like, and you realize this is an alien. So he starts freaking out. It's this moment of, you know, what you see in movies when slowly, like, the new reality crosses paths with the old. Like, that shock. And slowly, the alien calms him down. He somehow can speak English and says, "Like, we we need you. Like, come with us. Our planet is in desperate trouble." Our and they're planet like, What's named
0: Gobble. Gobble. <laughs> 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 I was desperately waiting to see how this was related like, back to it. Um, and
1: and so you you go. He, this this kid like agrees to go because again he's kind of out there. He's got his head in the clouds. He's kind of weird and he doesn't really think about like the long-term effects of his actions it's always kind of like what's right in front of him um and so he goes and without much thought and they go to this planet and this is where i need your help because something is something's desperately wrong with this planet it's got to be something creative it can't just be like uh like a monster Mm
0: -hmm. it's got to be political turmoil
1: that's, like, honestly, I think that's where I'm going. Like, some kind of totalitarian government. And that, that's, like, taken over. And there's this, like, upper class, but like, the top 100% has got control of the whole planet. And then you have these, like, kind of the rebels. And they okay. they hire this... They basically get this kid. But we got to figure out, like, why they got this kid.
0: Here's a thought, and I kind of switched it up from the whole... Well, maybe it's still political. Okay. But, like, let's say maybe... Uh, they come down and they're like hey we need to prove that there's other life to our like board of constituents or whatever mm-hmm. I don't know why it's a board of constituents <laughs> but that's what I went with sure and so he's like yeah I could like it's it's imperative that we find out there's more life out there or else like you know it's just imperative maybe yeah. they're v- kind of vague or maybe they give a more better explanation to it but they bring him there and like again there's like a there could
1: even be this tension of like haven't you always felt like there was something more to this life and this guy who constantly has his head in the clouds is like You're
0: of right, course yeah i have
1: and then he's curious too
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he's like I, if i go with these people i can i can prove myself that i'm not crazy mm-hmm. like there's worth in what i'm the way i think and so he's there's some pride behind his actions
0: all right so maybe these are like the lower class and there's like a high society maybe like rulers or, like, the political leaders are like, there is no life out there, you know, and these people bring it back to prove that there is life out there. Yeah. And, like, maybe he's sort of, like, hiding himself at first when he gets to this new planet, you know, before he can make a public appearance so he's not, they're not quieted about his existence. And by the time, like, maybe halfway of the movie, like, he gets, like, a public television, like, and they show, like, there is life out there, or it's not just us. But then this is where the kind of plot turns, and you find out that the so-called rebellion people are, like, we want to basically go on a war rampage and destroy some life out there. Mm. And now we have proof that it exists. Now we can go out there. And you find out, oh, the, the so-called like, king or whoever was in control was like, trying, like, knew there was life out there, but knew it was fragile and that they were, had like a, a superior kind of build, if you will. Oh, and then yeah. he was like, he didn't want to destroy the inferior life. He wanted just like, you know, peace and harmony. And so he quieted the fact that, you know, that there was life out there because his people are a people of bloodlust. They just kill for the sake of kill. And so now it's changed from he and this king have to head back to Earth and get them ready for this incoming invasion. And when they fight, they say Gobble, "Gobble." which is how they got the the planet name of Gobble. Just to bring it back around to (laughs) the title. Or the super weapon is called the Gobble. The Gobble. The Gobble. The The Gobble. Or the Gobble. The Gobbler. the gobbler (laughs) we're gonna gobble your planet up yeah and they have to bring the world around to uh, this kid who's an outcast again has to step up yeah to the world and has to let them know that an alien invasion's coming I dig it but yeah that's all I got it's good so to recap we have got leakage a story of a ship Mm -hmm. that is slowly sinking and there's a leakage and every time they say it they turn to the camera then we have what was my first one? what? that was it oh no leakage and leakage then we had bloated bloated the superhero story about a guy who could blow up like a beach ball then we had down yeah which was a alien not aliens alien, aliens I keep saying it we have <laughs> angels coming down and try to make a depressed guy happy but they keep screwing it up mm-hmm. and then they finally get it right and we have 38, which is the story of a gang member and a gun with a soul in it, as they slowly become friends and meet each other halfway on their ethical viewpoints. Then we have... What did I do again? Gobble. G- no, no, board, before Gobble. Before Gobble. Doorway. Doorway. The Halloween spooktastic uh, doorway dimension-hopping teen horror film. Yeah. Where the protagonist is technically an anti-hero Because we have to kill someone randomly And Gobble the Alien romp slash adventure uh, I'd say a successful turnout.
1: Yeah, absolutely We've got
0: all of 2021 mapped out for we movies do Marvel step aside The new cinematic universe is coming through <laughs> They're all connected They are They At, it, at the end of Gobble Which will be the last movie that comes out Like maybe they're in a coffee shop together like, just randomly, and they kind of all turn to each other, just nod their heads, and then rob the coffee shop, because they're now a band of criminals.
1: Like the end of the Dark Knight series,
0: but more chaotic.
1: Yes. <laughs> cool. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Yeah, this was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on your podcast.
0: Thanks for begrudgingly letting me come to your house and force this microphone in your face and you not getting too mad on camera.
1: It- wasn't begrudging and you're welcome oh thanks man
0: (laughs) anywho uh, I don't know what we have planned next but stuff is in the works again it's on the fly it's on the fly we still have an episode planned where we rank all the Harry Potter films based on their hair and besides that some of the stuff is kind of in the oven like a like a baby being waiting to be born just (laughs) gestating That's probably the wrong word for that. That's a
1: vivid image.
0: (laughs) I like to keep the audience riveted. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm going to end on that note because that just seems like a great place to end. End it on the womb. On the womb. Where we began is where we end. (laughs) Oh, boy. How do I press the stop button? (laughs) I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Got it.